I didn't see everything. I mean, I'm looking at everything you had in and I'm trying to see if the only thing that I saw that I don't know if it's in here or not is that did you see the report that Trump had like five secret meetings with Putin that he kept no details on, not even classified records? That he ripped the notes away from one of the interpreters and told them never to speak of what you heard? Yes. I didn't re- I didn't see five. I know that he had meetings that, mm. that happened. No records he... exist in the U.S. archives. They probably right. exist in the Russian archives, but... Well, turns out being pro-Russian in Russia is okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything I heard and saw this week had to do with Donald Trump. That is definitely in the list somewhere. Okay. Right. It's um, the the 18 reasons ah. thing. Okay. Is one of the 18 reasons when he threatened to whack out Michael Cohen's father-in-law on Judge Jeanine Pirro's show? <laughs> wow. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. So really? No. Oh, my God. What's that one. You did, Nobody saw the interview with Judge Jeanine oh, Pirro? I can't, I can't watch her. She is. Oh, I mean, I only watch clips. Devil. I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, she is an evil woman. Oh, God. She's just awful to listen to. Ann Coulter is also an evil woman, but at least mm. she does. She's not as as annoying. It's amazing. I, I would take Ann Coulter over her any day. We just saw an interview with her, actually, with Coulter on on Vice. How did it go? I, I mean, she was fine. It she was completely evil, but she she was just like I don't know why Trump didn't do anything the first two years he was in office. Uh, about the wall but now at least he's he, you know seeing the light and you know we we now have him in the right direction uh as it turns out he was an, he is an awful negotiator but at hmm. least he's standing his ground now you know that was i can ann only coulter? assume that because i'm sure ann coulter is smart enough to know that a wall is not a problem or is not going to fix all our problems is that his base are the type of people who buy her books right okay yeah i think she is only says things to sell books. I've seen no evidence otherwise. In any case, let's get started. Oh, God. Okay. It's it's, it's really not that big of a deal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. You know, I think I'm going to get like SoaringEaglesOfFreedom.com or something. And, you should. And, and put our podcast on there. We Do did you- say we were going to put our faces in the eagle's claws. Or- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know if I want my faces on that. But like do a Colbert Report kind of, of you know, website. I don't know. Sure. I might look into that. I, I better do it quick before somebody else steals that. Uh, right. <laughs> you are oh, real, I, and I know this is this is going straight up against the the usual intro of the show, but it is related to the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. They were giving away free calendars at my office the other day. These, you know, these little half-assed shit calendars. And I was like, oh, I can use a couple calendars. And I'm going through them. I'm like, all right, National Park, uh, Wildlife. I'm like, Reagan at the ranch. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Right. <laughs> And they're all pictures of Ronald Reagan at his ranch and stuff like that. And then there's, like, more political ones. And I look at the back of everything. Every calendar was donated by the Heritage Foundation or Americans for Prosperity. Wow. Yeah, every one of them. (laughs) So it was a calendar for this year with Reagan pictures? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, he he is a demigod at this point, so I suppose. <laughs> sure, I guess where it's coming from to make some sense. Mm. Oh, he's got a cowboy hat on in every one of them photos too. <laughs> In any case, today's podcast is for Tuesday, January 15th, 2019. Uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Uh, this podcast, we talk about news and politics and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg and post something there or tweet us at profanearg. And uh, you could also join us live. We record... Tuesday nights, generally around 9 p.m., you can become a patron of the show and it will give you access to our Discord channel where we record and you can join in and comment as we go. This week on the show, we will be talking about lynchings, a new hmm. law for lynchings. I didn't know we needed one, but uh, King and Comrade Trump. But first, a few updates. I wanted to mention... Rahaf Alkunin is now, she's the 18-year-old woman who fled Saudi Arabia, fled her family, and uh, barricaded herself in Bangkok. And she is now in Canada. So <laughs> congratulations to her for getting out alive. Canada has accepted her as a, accepted her into asylum from, because they, they believe that she was in danger. And yes, I believe yeah. she was definitely in danger if she were to return. Would we have kicked her out as a dirty refugee? Yeah, probably. I probably, mean, okay. yeah. Well, I, I find the current war, well, not war, but um, disagreement between Canada and Saudi Arabia interesting. And I think this is a nice one-upmanship on, on Canada's part. I have to be honest, I am not sure what the relationship is between Canada and Saudi. Canadian Prime Minister said Saudi Arabia, uh, human rights violations, real bad people, basically. And I think Saudis um, retaliated by kicking out a bunch of Canadian diplomats. And it's been going back and forth. Mm. This this was a nice, well, yeah, so we're going to give asylum to somebody. <laughs> right? Well, and a good choice. I think, um, I mean, she's all over social media, which I think mm. that saved her, to be honest. I don't think... I don't think she would have been able to get where she is if she hadn't taken to social media to try and uh, save her life. So, so there you go, Ian. There you yeah, go. use for the social first, media. The first person whose <laughs> life was improved by social media. <laughs> I mean, what if, saved even? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it hurt her cause that she is attractive. Oh, <laughs> damn! I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> That's horrible. Because it's horrible. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, she no, but I agree with you that if it's true, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Like I, like I keep hearing about this girl who was trapped in that dude's house for ninety days. Yeah, yep. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I understand that's shitty, but why do I keep hearing about this particular one? Like, oh, she's a young white girl. Yeah. Got it. Yep. That seems to be the case. Those types of cases always make the news more. I don't know. What does it say about us as a society? I don't Nothing think good. much. I think it says more <laughs> about the, the 24-7 media. Mm, true. But Well, you think with all the other people getting kidnapped or killed or whatever, they'd have plenty of time to fill it up. Like, why do they focus on what? I mean, well, we know why, because a pretty girl is in trouble. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can get this more good-looking vet needs donations. This ugly vet, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can get more people clicking your links when, when you've got, you know, the person that's more relatable. Mm-hmm. The fits your demographics more. 
So another follow-up, something that uh, happened Mm. locally, I think Karen mentioned it last episode, the local church that was being embezzled for $167,000. This guy Mm. was a treasurer since 1998, the treasurer of the church. He had written 379 checks dating back to uh, 2011. So he was... Apparently, he was on the up and up for nearly 13 years <laughs> and then decided, wait a minute, nobody's checking on what I'm doing. Yeah, and the fact that he wrote checks to himself, 379 of them, not like to cash, but out to his name and thought that nobody would notice this. And for many, many years, nobody did. It's just a bizarre story. And that's story. why he kept doing it. Yeah. And just to, you know, to add the weird on top of the weird, um, the guy is actually a candy shop owner. Well, he was. From like May and April until December, I guess, in downtown Belfont. He opened a candy store. This guy is just wackadoo. Well, <laughs> and how does he- <laughs> oh, is that who that was? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I never, I was curious about that just because I hear advertisements for that place frequently on the radio. Mm. They often have uh, coupons for their candy on like padollarsaver.com. And I'm like, where is that place? I want to try their candy. But now that Le- I know that it's ill-gotten. Leave it to Ian Snacks Goff only <laughs> to pay attention to story when candy's involved. <laughs> I, was, I was already interested. And then I was like, oh, it's the stealing guy. This is why when really, I don't want to say, you know, just flat out always go go in a different direction. But, you know, when you have something like a church and you have an annual or or semi-annual, uh, you know, meeting and you decide on new officers for the new year, mm-hmm. don't pick the same guy for 13 years <laughs> to do finances. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Let someone else do it and make sure everything's going okay. <laughs> but the, the, the whole picture just makes, makes me laugh a little bit. I mean, it's the good Christian candy shop owner who embezzled $170,000 from the Lutheran <laughs> church. He needed to start up for his candy business. I guess so. Should have stolen more. Maybe kept it afloat. <laughs> Such a weird story. The next follow-up I have is actually from The Guardian. And I say I say it that way because it's completely an American U.S. story. But it's uh, it's about basically about the Blitz uh, that we've uh, talked about. The mm. Project Blitz. The Christian groups have decided to, uh, you know, take over. Right. So there's uh, a whole list in here. I'll, I'll just run through a few of them. The uh, In God We Trust bills, and, and these are only new this year since the, the election, since the new year. Alaska, Kentucky, Missouri, South Carolina all have new In God We Trust bills to put them in public buildings, hung in schools, etc. Uh, there's another bill in Florida that would offer Christian Bible study classes in uh, high schools, public high schools, <laughs> and there's no restriction, like there's no limiting of it as being like a historical text or anything like that, which it, it is good because it's not a historical text. But uh, there's not, <laughs> not even that. So it could just be a flat out. Here's a Christian Christianity being taught in your uh, public high school. So uh, in Texas, there's a bill to allow the display of Ten Commandments in classrooms. And Georgia is expected to try and pass a Religious Freedom Act, which would protect businesses if they refuse to serve LGBTQ people. (laughs) In South Carolina, the governor is appealing to the Trump administration to allow Miracle Hill Ministries to keep its federal funding. It is a foster care service that only supports uh, Christian parents. 
So they're in violation of current regulations, but, uh, you know, they're petitioning to have Trump and their Pardon administration uh, give, keep giving them the money. Mm. So it does go into, though, civil rights activists preparing to use Religious Freedom Day, which has been declared January 16th. Not tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Mm. So different civil rights activists are preparing to do different marches and do some pushback on all these different efforts. But it's a fairly long article in The Guardian, but a lot of information that uh, I thought was relevant. Um, That's a real downer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Whichever guy came who looked at that religious freedom thing and was like, I have an idea of how to twist this around. (laughs) It's fucking genius. Yeah. Well, I think we should uh, return the favor and um, rebrand Project Blitz to Project Blitzkrieg. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that that's a very strong rebranding. I think that it's not. Some of them have in mind. Exactly. I think, but it it has different connotations when you say Blitzkrieg. So Uh, the last thing that I wanted to follow up on. Trump administration has also decided to weigh in on the American Humanist Association going up against the, oh, what was it? Secular cross? <laughs> yeah, they, well, one of the crosses. They, I can't remember who the people are that support it, but it was one of the more innocuous groups that I didn't think about. In any case, it's not in front of me, but um, the Trump administration wrote a letter, a friend of the court kind of brief to say that the Trump administration supports the groups uh, having the cross up and trying to influence them into making a ruling so that the cross can can stay there. This is the Florida giant cross? Yeah, it appears to be. Okay. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know. <laughs> the Bladensburg cross. Yeah, yeah, it's the 1920s, whatever. Yeah. Yes. And yes, they specifically say that... Um, their argument is that the massive cross at the uh, at the entrance of the town conveys a secular message. Yeah. It's still such a stupid argument. Holy crap. <laughs> I, I just don't. Yeah, we've been over that a lot. Yeah. It's a bold claim. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an article moving on to uh, from the follow ups to we have to talk about Trump. I mean, if you've turned on the TV to any news, I'm sure you've heard about Trump this week. Like it's been constant. At least in my feeds. And I thought this was a good article, a good summary. Max Boot, he's on CNN quite a bit. He wrote this column in the Washington Post, and it is the 18 reasons Trump could be a Russian asset. Hmm. Um, If you haven't heard, it was part of an FBI investigation after Trump fired Comey. The FBI went, well, wait a minute. Is he just doing this because he's under the thumb of the Russian president at this point. And if you take a look at this article, yeah, it, it seems like it's not it's not just possible. It's highly likely. Now, we've we've been discussing Trump and the, the Russian stuff for, you know, basically since he got into office. Hmm. So I don't think anybody who listens to the show is going to be horribly surprised at any one thing. Um, it's a witch hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Does that surprise you? <laughs> But, I mean, the things that are in here, the, uh, Russia interfered in 2016 election. Uh, Trump encouraged the Russians to attack Democratic to, to get Clinton's emails. And the, on that day, Russian hackers did exactly that. According to the Moscow Project, 101 contacts between Trump's team and Russia 
linked operatives. So tons of links. Papadopoulos, Page, Manafort, Gates, Flynn all have ties to Moscow. I mean, it just goes on and on. The big one, the, the one that's above the fold, is the long financial history with Russia. I mean, Trump has been trying to get um, Trump Tower Moscow for years and years and years. And I think, to a certain extent, a large part of his campaign and a lot of the early contacts were just to do that. That's the only thing he's really interested in. It's the only thing he's still interested in. He tweeted, um, I don't know, yesterday, day before, maybe today, I don't know, I can't keep track anymore, <laughs> about um, he talked to Erdogan in Turkey. And in the tweet, he says, and we had a conversation about economic uh, advantages for both of our organizations in the future. I mean, he talked to Erdogan about putting a Trump Tower in, what is it, Istanbul? What would it be? I would find it highly unlikely, though, that he would twist himself into such a pretzel over this Russia shit just for the tower. Oh, he's gotten himself into big trouble and they've got something on him. Multiple things on him, I would assume. Right. That's what I'm th- like. I'm just like, all right, dude, you could build one. And like we said last week, build one in two years. There's something yeah. more going on here. At, at a minimum, it's the money laundering that was done through his condominiums in New York. Uh, he he owes the Russian mafia quite a bit. Right. I think a large part of it has got to be something that would be horribly embarrassing to him because anything else he can just wave aside. So it's got to be. Or highly illegal. I don't think he cares about that anymore because he thinks he can uh, pardon himself. <laughs> well, okay, but even after that, they, you know, even if they stick with this, a, a sitting president can't be indicted. They're like, when he's out of office, he can. Sure, but th- yeah, but then whoever the next president is will most likely pardon him because that's what they do. You can't pardon him on that uh, Southern District of New York, though. Uh, that's federal still. Southern Southern District of New York no. is still federal. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, the Southern, I believe so, but there are still New York. Um, Oh, yes. There are still uh, state laws that are being broken. Yeah. It's just that particular one is, is, is federal, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. So if uh, if you needed any more convincing, take a look at this article. Mm. Uh, a few of the other things, the praise of, of Putin as a strong leader, which uh, if people told him, do not congratulate Putin on winning a rigged mm-hmm. election, and he did exactly that. The The meeting in Helsinki is just astounding. The fact that he threw the American intelligence agencies under the bus while he was with mm-hmm. Putin and praised him about being strong. Uh, he has defended the Russian invasion of Afghanistan, which is against <laughs> every other military and American leader. Well, the only people who are saying what he said is Russian propagandists. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, they think he's getting his talking points straight from Putin. It wouldn't surprise me in any way. I mean, it sounds, the way he says them, it sounds like he is. Right. Well, nobody else ha- says the story like that. Nobody else says that Russia invaded because terrorists were coming over the border. That's, first of all, not true. And the only and, people that say that are the Russians. And do we really believe that Donald Trump had a hot take on Russia no. and Afghanistan? No. <laughs> <laughs> like he's been thinking about this this whole time? Like, you know what? <laughs> he probably just found out about it. <laughs> Oh, Russia invaded Afghanistan? When did that happen? Hmm. <laughs> There's so much more, though, right? There's oh, the yeah. firing of James Comey. There's the meeting with the Russians the next goddamn day yeah. Yeah. and saying, hey, I fired that guy. The pressure's off. Right. Mm-hmm. The back channel that Jared Kushner tried to set up with the Kremlin. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The Trump Tower meeting when they asked him in Helsinki straight out, would you condemn uh, Vladimir Putin for whatever? And he was like, no. He said strongly <laughs> and bravely 
He's a beautiful man. <laughs> pulling, he's mentioned pulling the U.S. out of NATO, which is something which is, that yeah. Russia wants more than anything else. Uh, moving the troop, troops out of Syria, that mm-hmm. benefits nobody but Russia and Iran, so... Syria. Turkey. Turkey. The other ones that really care about that. Sure. What about, um, was it Macedonia that was trying to join NATO? And the only ones that were against it, seriously against it, was uh, Russia. And he, that's the guy he pushed out of the way at the one summit. Right. The the one leader he shoved out of the way. That was the president of Macedonia, or prime minister, whatever he is. Not sure. Nobody hates them except Russia (laughs) and and Trump. (laughs) Evidently. Well, he sounds like the actions of an innocent man to me. (laughs) (laughs) And then you've got the shutdown, which has been Mm -hmm. going on for record amount of time. What is better for Russia than having chaos in the United States government? Well, it's not exactly chaos yet, but... It's not? Global warming. Well, it's starting to be chaos in the airports, though. It's getting pretty bad. And the fact that the only person that it makes happy is Ann Coulter makes me a little nauseous. (laughs) And Rush Limbaugh. (laughs) That doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, what do you guys think? Do you think the Democrats should... What do you think should happen? Cave? No. Yes. Yeah, because I think the tide is turning in the Republican Party a little bit. Enough the, I mean, at some point the Republicans that are just moderate, middle of the road Republicans have got to rebel. You, I, it's not happening. I, I don't see that happening. Again, yeah. the turtle in charge mm. is part of the problem. And I, I mentioned this last week. Why doesn't he hold a vote? If you're not blaming Mitch McConnell for this shutdown, you should be. Oh. Yeah, agreed. He won't let it go to a vote. And let's be clear about something. The legislative branch can pass law, can pass the funding for the government without the president. Right. They, they can probably do have it. the numbers. They need to override his veto. Well, the first bill that the Senate tried to pass passed with 100%. I think they have the numbers. Yeah. Well, do they have the numbers of people that will oppose Trump is the problem. And Probably Mitch McConnell has done that math. It doesn't matter and, because they've got the one person that won't oppose Trump, McConnell. Mm. He won't bring. But why? The but why hold? Why hold fast on this one? That's a good question. Who, I McConnell. Don't... Yeah. Yeah. Money. His wife's job. Um, right. Well. Okay. Can we assume that that Mitch McConnell is probably filthy fucking rich already? He's not rich enough. There's never enough money. Right. There's not. But his wife getting fired is not a big deal. I mean, he and he could. I hear a lot of this, you know, like they're like, well, Trump still holds sway over the the Republican primaries, and that's why a lot of them mm. are holding fast. And Mitch McConnell might be up for, I think he's up 2020. in 2020. 2020, yes. I'm wondering if it comes down to the idea that if they don't hold fast, that the Republican Party would be split and they'll lose everything. Because right now their grasp on the government and power is based on the gerrymandering and the other ways that they've cheated to get Mm. so many republicans in office and if they were to split the party and not have a full base i mean they'll still have you know a trump base but that's not big enough but yeah it's not big enough to get to get enough people in office right but if trump if they do that and trump points the finger at mitch mcconnell be like well he's the reason we don't have a wall now Mm. then that 38 percent turns on they'll turn on anybody that he points the finger at absolutely what bitches (laughs) yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's like they just don't care about – well, I mean, it's not like – they don't. They just don't care about other people. No, not at all. Especially not poor people. And like if you look at the poll numbers, it's ridiculous. Like everybody's like, no wall and the shutdown is your fault. Mm. 
And they say usually poll numbers are what sways these things, but they will they are holding fast on this one. Because Trump is listening to Coulter and Limbaugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How does so it So do you guys want to start a, a pool on when the <laughs> if the government comes back? When? Closest without going over? <laughs> when do we traditionally receive our W twos? Now. Mm. Now? Yeah. yeah. They should be here by now? Uh, in the next two weeks. Start, when, starting... when is the last possible time we can receive? End of January. End of January, is yeah. Below. Okay. So I will say the government shutdown will last, can last until, I'll just, it doesn't, let's say President's Day. Oh, I don't know when that is. When, when's that? <laughs> February 20th? Middle February? Maybe early, mid, mid to early February is where I'm shooting. So February eighteenth, because people won't be getting Thank their you. income tax returns. Yeah, if they don't get their returns, mm. if you funds. take their money, then you will lose the support of the poor, and the resistance will start to get violent. See, I was going Until to then, I, mine was way too close yeah. to that. I was just going to say Valentine's Day as a place to mark, but now that gives me like you know not a whole lot of difference between Ian's and and mine. But I'll, I'll bet one dollar. <laughs> I'm going to go a little earlier than that because I think Trump is itching to declare a uh, disaster and use, you know, federal disaster funds to build the wall. Well, but that doesn't open the government. But then he'll sign, you know, what, but then it doesn't matter because they'll just mm. pass something through that doesn't have the wall stuff in it and life will move on. Yeah, but he's going to hit a legal challenge with that right away. Yeah. So Yeah, but it doesn't matter because all he needs to do is stand up in front of his people and say, I did everything I could. I went over and above and they sued me and there's nothing I can do about it. But I did what I could and they'll believe him. Karen might be right. And it could carry on so that it could be used in t for the 2020 election. Right. Because it, it'll be- It extends the story. It'll be stuck in court for a long time. Right. So I'm going to go with what will be the week after next. So like the 25th of January. Okay. March 13th. Ooh. Damn. Bold. That is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jeff has compiled all the dates for us. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. And as Jeff says, it's now in writing. I can't believe I'm going to be rooting for the government to be shut down till March. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, speaking of that, so I saw a story somewhere on the, on the internet about how some um, fiscally conservative Republicans are actually thrilled by this because they want to shrink the size of the government. So they're like, this is perfect. It's 800,000 people that we don't have to worry about. And if they never come back, it'll be fine. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, who needs our food tested? Right. <laughs> Well, in their or opinion, people check for bombs. Yeah, in their opinion, we don't. I mean, there are some things like T TSA agents. Obviously, they're going to be on board with that because you know, terrorists, but and stupid freaking inconvenience. And what a uh, security theater is the term I like recently about that. But uh, uh, the, yeah, EPA pff, don't need that. Just leave it gone. Yeah, you need that more than all the other things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they think the free market will fix it because you know the bad food will kill. The, the poor people, and then people will know not to eat that food anymore. <laughs> so, tangential to the current Trump situation, uh, the Mueller investigation just released nearly 200 pages of evidence against Manafort. If wow. you would like to read it, it is linked on the Vice article that I will have on the webpage. It is quite extensive. 
And mostly redacted. Yeah. Mostly redacted, though. But I did. It has like paragraph forty-seven. Manafort was asked in the grand jury. Redacted. Manafort explained that he had not told. Redacted. Paragraph forty-eight. <laughs> That's it. There's two sentences in the entire. Film. Wow. But it is still ongoing, and it demonstrates how Manafort had violated his agreement. And continued to willfully violate his agreement. And the argument that was made of, well, you know, he's got gout, so you got to give him some slack, did, does not hold water. No. I don't even understand that argument, but apparently Manafort <laughs> has really bad gout. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair evidently now with gout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Couldn't happen to a better guy. No. <laughs> Along with that, the other thing that had happened, uh, Gates... They have also filed for a 60-day extension on Gates's sentencing. Okay. Which means that the investigation has still got a ways to go. If they're still using Gates to verify information and to corroborate the other, you know, other information that they have, 60-day on on Gates means they're still they're still building up. Like the same thing they did with Flynn, right? Yeah. Well. Earlier with Flynn, yes, yes, absolutely. So we're not going to be seeing the report anytime soon. And now with Barr, there's the whole question today of will we see the report at all? Because Barr said, oh, I will absolutely not fire uh, Mueller, not without just cause. And then when asked about the report, he said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much I'll be able to share any of that report with anyone, including Congress. Oh, that report's coming out. <laughs> somehow i gotta think somehow so. yeah mm. if you don't think that there's people looking into loopholes on how to get that out i mean if nothing else the congress is going to subpoena it i that yeah there's no way they wouldn't but uh did you hear uh earlier in the week rudy giuliani said before the report comes out that uh they should hand it to to the trump team first so they can correct mistakes right. in it and then hand it back <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> he's a lawyer <laughs> He's already writing his rebuttal. I'm sure it'll be as high a quality as the report itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So a few things the bar said was, like I said, that he didn't he he would release as much as he could as required by law. That's not a good answer. Um, no. He did say that he would never fire Mueller. As it turns out, he is way closer friends with Mueller than, say, James Comey ever was. Uh, That's what I heard too, and I was like, well, that's kind of a good sign. I think. I think so. But at the same time, he is a uh, George H.W. Bush. I mean, he's done this job before under right. the first Bush. Yeah. So do you think he baited Trump with the letter that he wrote? Maybe. Because I think that letter that he wrote that said that, that said that Mueller's investigation really... No, it wasn't the investigation. It was, it was very specific about the firing, how firing Comey was not evidence of obstruction. Right. And I th- I'm wondering if that's the case. Because other than that letter, I don't know. It's not evidence of obstruction. We have that evidence. Don't worry. <laughs> Just but that's not that it. is an right. evidence. <laughs> right. It was very, well, very I mean, specific. Well, he opens the letter by saying, I am not privy to all the information in this case. Now, here's 19 pages of why Just that <laughs> it's one wrong. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that letter that he sent out, which he did send to Trump's mm-hmm. attorneys, what reason does Trump have to pick this guy? I mean, is he's a former Bush appointee okay but 
why would Trump go with this guy? Like, this guy has said some things that Trump clearly would not like. The fact that he, he likes Mueller and says he would never fire Mueller, and he has said that Mueller's a straight shooter, and you got to treat him like one. And I just, to me, it, it doesn't sound like the, the kind of, quote-unquote, loyalty that Trump would be looking for. It doesn't matter. He said that one part. <laughs> right. Very carefully and loyally worded. So that's that's my tiny little 2% hope, is that it was all just a bait and switch. <laughs> if that's the case, though. Yeah. Like, it just seems like a lot of work to go through this whole thing to just get fired two weeks after you get the job. <laughs> <sighs> all he needs to do is stand there long enough for Mueller to get the report done. Well, what if, Trump's, what if Trump tells him to fire Mueller? Yeah. Oh, he's already sat in front of Congress. So he'd have to go, well, you know, we can't do that right away because I said I wouldn't. I need to find evidence. You're going to have to give me a little bit of time yeah. to manufacture some evidence to, so I can do that. The same way that you have to appease a six-year-old so that you can get them <laughs> to do the right thing. Yeah. Mm. You're right. I don't have kids, so I don't know how to do that kind of deal making. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you guys are right. Mm. I don't feel as confident. Yeah. Well, I also don't like Barr, his... The different things that he has said about the, the establishment clause and the separation of church and state, he doesn't care whatsoever. Um, he's really hard line against, you know, immigration rules. Mm. Different things he's done and said, I would never he I would never want to see him in that position. But considering who is appointing him, I think we got off okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can survive that. We can survive bar. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. All right. Uh, on to the, the, the Trump amazing fiesta that he threw for, oh, now I lost it. Clemson. Who Clemson. beat Bama? Oh, right. Clemson. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> this is amazing. The fact that Trump invited Clemson, the winners, to the White House and served them Big Macs and Whoppers. He got food from McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's and Domino's Pizza in the state dining room. On the silver platters. It's it's astounding. If you haven't seen these pictures, you need to look at them. It's I was shown this picture last night or the day before, I can't remember, and was asked, is this real? <laughs> and I studied it and I go, no way this is fucking real. Trump is superimposed into that photo with Photoshop. And then the person's like, here's multiple shots of it. I'm like, God damn it, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having uh, said all that, why is this a big deal? It's so weird. It's weird, but like... Now is the, now I've heard people say like it's because of the shutdown and they can't serve them a five course meal or whatever, but that can't be true. No, right? no it's not I, true. I, I mean that is not entirely true. I think that it did stem from that because a lot of the staff for the White House are gone. They are not currently employed because they're they're on furlough because of the shutdown. That. I f but go ahead. The idea that Trump couldn't call any fucking caterer in Washington D.C. and get something else, right? Serve them actual food, right. mm. as opposed to the cold Big Macs in a pile. <laughs> well, I think part of that is because of his paranoia about being poisoned. For some reason, if it's in a cardboard box, he thinks it's safe. <laughs> he didn't have to eat it. True, and then he called it hamburgers. Yeah, hamburgers. <laughs> I'm a speaking to you. I mean, this guy's a fucking mess. He's on way too much Adderall. <laughs> yeah, he really is. I it just, it's not like a huge deal. I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, it's only a huge deal in my mind in that you, when you are, 
you know, I guess it's not like an international state dinner, but when you are, you know, inviting people to the White House to celebrate their accomplishments, and then, you know, you offer them some Big Macs, some Whoppers, and then you you binge watch, you know, six hours of <laughs> Ow My Balls, you know, it's dangerously close to idiocracy at that point. <laughs> And the and the the weird lies that followed it too. I mean, he lied about the number of hamburgers that were eaten. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he just picked a number out of the air <laughs> instead of like, yeah, actually saying, getting the number. Yeah, yeah, like, wait, well, I, I mean, I doubt he was like, how many were eaten? Only eighteen. I'm gonna say it was fifty or whatever number he said. <laughs> like he was probably just like, they ate like a thousand hamburgers. <laughs> Somebody did the math. Like, they would have each had to have eaten seven hamburgers or Big Macs, whatever, you know, filet of fishes, burgers. My fat ass could have done that. <laughs> seven. <laughs> I, the whole thing is just weird. And I don't understand. Yeah. And did you see this was the best part of this article that's on Vox? The uh, the tweet from Burger King. Burger King tweeted, due to the large order placed yesterday, we're all out of hamburgers. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just man. serving hamburgers today. <laughs> Uh, was was Burger King not invited to this? No, thing? they were. They were. Taco Bell was not. I heard that Brian posted up a meme where he was dressed as the hamburger hamburger yes. in front of the thing saying, "And Mexico and Taco Bell's going to pay for it all." <laughs> so, is it more likely that this happened? Like he was just like, "I want to appear cool," and I know that kids like fast kids food. Kids like the fast food, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I like the fast food. I mean, I don't know. It, it's weird, but I, I don't know. It's so odd. Yeah. It's just so classless. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, was there an actual financial thing behind this and he tried to make it seem like it was cool? Or was he just like, skip fucking hamburgers. That's cool. Well, I mean, the whole the whole thing is, is if there was a problem with food, don't give them food. Just have a meet and greet for an hour and go away. They don't, You don't have to feed them. The whole thing was completely unnecessary and weird. I, I don't get it. <laughs> well, if I know anything about college football players from being at Penn State, they probably ate better on campus than they do oh, yeah. <laughs> that no, night. They do not eat fast food. No, that is not something that they eat when they're in training and are playing. He looked happy as shit, though. Yeah. Finally, well, a sports team came to visit him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he thinks that it makes him look like a man of the people because he, he thinks that's what we eat all the time. And it makes us think that, you know, he's one of us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I would have liked it better if it was really nice prime ribs all over the fucking table, but ketchup. <laughs> the only thing <laughs> all well done. <laughs> yeah, all well done and ketchup at every plate. <laughs> Gross. But, so now, obviously, you know, he lives a, a very, uh, you know, decadent and sinister lifestyle. But before becoming president, he was reasonably close to that goal. Like, he had a hit TV show, people liked him, he owned some casinos, you know, he was, he had a board game, he had a best-selling book, he was, he, he was, he was a, a scumbag man of the people. You know, <laughs> this, this whole other side of him, you know, wasn't, you know, every, every news story every day yeah. <laughs> for the last two years, so, you know, and I, I mean, that's just... That all that that he had built, the whole Trump brand that he had built is just disintegrating, you know, little by little right before his eyes every single day that he's president. Yay. It's got to kill him. <laughs> I'm positive he hates the job. Positive. Yeah. 
I don't think there's, there's any chance. By far, by far the, one of the worst things that's ever happened to him. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, like, he rarely show like, to get him to actually do shit, like, executive shit, is like a pain in the ass for them. Yeah. Like, that he watches TV till 11, and then, like, they, you know, they drag him out. Like, uh, apparently when the Michael Cohen shit was really starting up, he was rarely coming out of the bedroom. <laughs> they gotta <laughs> lure him in with a bucket of KFC. <laughs> No, he has it brought right to his room. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on, onward and downward. Uh, Steve oh, no. King, I wanted to mention this guy again. We've brought him up several times. So I fucking hate this guy so much. I don't much. think anybody <laughs> is is surprised by the comments of this last week. But Oh, I am. Really? Well, surprised that he said it out loud. Mm. <laughs> Certainly surprised not surprised that, that he racist? was thinking it. No. Yeah. Clearly, he has been a racist all he, of his life. He actually, on the floor, came out and tried to justify, not apologize, but justify his statement that being a white supremacist or a white nationalist or, you know, referring to the Western civilization as being the best. Why is that a bad thing? Yeah, right. when did that become a bad thing? Yeah. The quote specifically is <laughs> the, white the 40s, nationalist. Just so we're clear, the 40s was when that became a really <laughs> bad thing. The quote is, white nationalist, white supremacist, Western civilization. How did that language become offensive? <laughs> Repeat that one more time. White nationalist, white supremacist, Western civilization. How did that language dumb... become offensive? What a dumb motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he try to, like, throw you off the trail by, like, peppering in something semi-normal at the end? He's like... <laughs> yeah, it's brazen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, nigger, kike, puppy dog. When did these become bad words? Exactly. This All I remember him saying was puppy dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a dumb, dumb person. Well, I've got to watch that, because was there, like, dead silence after he said that? Like, everyone was like... <laughs> What? Well, the, I, it, from what I saw, the video I saw, the camera didn't move, so you only got him. I, I, I can't even, I really wish they would have, like, panned the camera around and shown yeah. what everybody was thinking. Like, I'm sure it was just a CNET feed, though, so you get the static camera. Right. That's all you get. Oh, I'm sure. The, the, what, wasn't this a, during a New York Times interview? Actually, that part of it was a New York Times interview, I think, yeah. Right. But he did I'm say- I'm sure they were pumped. Like, <laughs> when this crazy stuff happens, these people have to be like, there's no way this is happening. Like, this is, like, reminiscent of when- uh, after Scaramucci got fired and he called up uh, someone and was like, Bannon's trying to suck his own cock. And there's like, there's no way he's saying this. This is the best day of my journalistic life. And the guy's like, I have to ask you one more time, Anthony. This is on the record, right? <laughs> uh, the, the fact, though, that um, up until this point in this douchebag's life, that he knew that he had to keep it under wraps. And today, of all days... I mean, in these times, he thinks it's safe <laughs> to, to say these things out loud. I don't think he right. – he was not far from it. Like, it didn't take much to put him over. I mean, this is the same guy who, you know, traveled to Austria on a trip funded by a Holocaust Memorial Group and then met with members of a Nazi-linked party. <laughs> Good point. He, he had an interview in a, in a far-right publication – which he bemoaned the threats of Western civilization. And uh, he said that it was in resu result of uh, Latino and Arab immigration, specifically. I mean, he's retweeted <laughs> neo-Nazi people. He's, he's 
He has said in on Twitter, we can't restore our civilization with somebody else's babies. Right, I forgot about that. That was a good one. <laughs> but this time, he said the quiet part loud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and guess but, what? Yes. I bet you there will be zero consequences. Oh, there have already it. been I, consequences. They're, they're oh, starting really? to be. Yes. yes. Yes, there's actually been tons of consequences. Tons? Really? Um, mm-hmm. the, the, I've just uh, heard Stern talking to, and like, <laughs> oh, no, I, I, was, I was... watched, uh, before you tell me the consequences, hey. I watched a video where they broke down the amount of time that the news has spoken about Steve King and what he said, and the amount of time that they spoke about Rashida Tlaib calling Donald Trump motherfucker, mm-hmm. and it is three times as more with Rashida Tlaib. I don't doubt that. I heard, read, that the Republican Party has removed him from every committee that he is on. Oh. Mm-hmm. That I, um, I'm trying to remember her name, Cheney, and, uh, and all of her- Daughter? Her people, yes. Okay. Oh, Cheney, Cheney's daughter is a member of- Lynn Cheney? Congress. Lynn Cheney, yes. Okay. She said that what he said was racist- that he needs to find a new job and has encouraged him to resign. And, uh, you know, several other people in, in the GOP have encouraged him to resign. And then someone else, uh, one of the Democrats, I should have taken notes, but he is looking to have him censured. Yeah, he should so, be. He should absolutely be censured. I mean, the, the fact that he was removed from the committees. OK, good. That is what I would call a good start. Now, mm. now yeah. remove him from everything else. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, I don't know what the process is for actually kicking him out. Censure is part of that. That's kind of the first step. But they have removed him from every position of power. He's now as if he was a freshman coming in. So that's progress. Sure. (laughs) That's way more than I expected. (laughs) Uh, All right. All right. I'll even give you that. It's not enough. But given today's where we are with the Republican Party, sure. they've They've gone at this a little bit more than... I'm not surprised, I guess. I just, I, I want it to go further. <laughs> yes. I don't know right. under what constraints. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's only been, what, a day? Yeah. Well, a couple of days, I think. But okay. not, not well, long in any case. We'll see how far we've gotten by the next show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least everybody on the GOP has got has gotten together and said, okay, you've gone too far. We're, we're done with you now. And uh, we're going to actually do something about it. How far they'll go? Meh. How long he'll actually be out of the committee seats, time will tell. But Also, on a side note, there's a great video of Trump praising Steve King and how they think exactly alike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't even need to discuss things, but we're right on the same wavelength. <laughs> now, the minority leader has said that they won't tolerate it. The thing is, like I said, this is not a one-off. If he would have off-the-cuff said something and then been been censured because of it or whatever, th- this is inherent. This guy is a bigot. Like, you just have to look at the history, and you know he should not be in that seat. But The party of Lincoln, people! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of which, uh, moving on, the there's an anti-lynching bill that was p- p- passed unanimously in the U.S. Senate last month. I didn't know that this was required, but it explicitly makes lynching a federal crime. Well, murder is a... Well, depending on circumstances, is a federal crime. What? Depending on circumstances, this would add lynching to the circumstances. However, hmm. there's a group that uh, doesn't care for it. <laughs> stop! <laughs> Don't even read the stories. Just stop! <laughs> so, 
The reason they don't care for it is because lynching, if motivated by a victim's actual or perceived religion, national origin, gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability, that is what they define as a lynching. If if they if the person is killed because of their religion, national origin, gender, or sexual orientation, can you pick the words out that this group didn't like? An anti-LGBTQ group? <laughs> they said that uh, this is a way to slip it under a so-called lynching bill and then to sort of circle the wagon and then go for the jugular at some time in the future. It's the gay agenda. That's what they're arguing. That the gay agenda <laughs> is sneaking in their identity, sexual orientation stuff, and we can't let that happen. Wow. So they're okay with the no lynching as long as the, you, the reference to gay people in the no lynching law is excluded. <sighs> what? It's single, okay. single-minded determination. <laughs> Take it out. <laughs> wow. Can't possibly protect... Anybody. I mean, depending on how you read this, and I know this is incorrect, but it really sounds like, yeah, we're okay with not lynching anybody unless they're gay. Yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> that we still want to be able to, to, to lynch people as long as, you know, they're gay, then then it's okay. So, so you can lynch a gay person and it's not against federal law is what they're saying, but you can't lynch a Jew, for example. They're okay Correct. with leaving in that part of it. Right. That's exactly what they're uh. okay with. Why don't we just say that you can't lynch anybody and it's a federal crime yeah. to lynch people? <laughs> well, if you just hang somebody by the neck, then you've committed murder. Well, then that's a state crime normally, unless other circumstances. Right. This would make it a federal crime, and they don't want lynching a gay person to be a federal crime. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like Jeff said, <laughs> who knew in 2019 lynching was a hot take? <laughs> <laughs> were they really keen on lynching gay people and they're like ah we'll get around to it one day they'll never pass a law saying we can't mm -hmm. do it <laughs> we're just so busy with the rest of the blitz and they're like ah oh, shit now I can't do that I was I, next month I was planning on a big lynching well it's setting aside LGBT LGBT BT as a protected class in any way, shape, or form is the thing they have issue with, that, I would suspect. I think that that's the case, that they don't want it as a precedent. Right. Uh, the fun, the, there, it doesn't say anything about race. Is, is that already a federal crime? I believe so, but I guess I am not sure. I'm not sure okay. of anything at this point. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. What is it like to be driven by hate all the time? Yeah. To, like, just have all your energy towards that. I don't know. To, to find that angle in, 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 a, in an anti-lynching law and go, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slippery slope. I hate gay. Yeah, I hate gay people. Yeah. And that, like, I don't even hate Joey Salas that much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think about that motherfucker very often. And I hate him. <laughs> like, are they just all consumed? Just, like. Every morning, it's like, I fucking hate gay people, and how can I fuck them over today? It's the, yeah, it's it's the, they're not like me, and so therefore, I have to put them down. I have to put them um, below me, and not as high on the pedestal as me. I but is it a 24-7 thing? Yeah, Do they ever well, get to take a break and watch I, I, fucking Daredevil on Netflix <laughs> think, and not think about gay people? If it's brought up, no. Uh, so I think what it is is, 
whenever they think about somebody who is gay, lesbian, what have you, they get this icky feeling. It makes mm. them uncomfortable. And I, because when you think, when they think about somebody who's gay, they immediately think about butt sex. And that makes them mm. uncomfortable. Now, when they see the word sexual orientation, that is a trigger to make them also think about butt sex. And that, so it makes them just those words, they encounter those words and it's just a key that sends them to that icky feeling place, mm. gender identity, they sexual orientation, and it just makes them feel icky no matter what the context is. And so they're, they're triggered by it and they have to react. And, it, and it's just an all day thing because gay people are allowed to walk around and do whatever they yeah, want. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I guess so. I don't even, I, these people are despicable pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even hate them as much as they hate gay people. <laughs> huh? That's probably true. Yeah. It seems like, like again, it takes a lot of energy. Yeah, because after this show, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to light a cigarette. I'm going to go back to my computer and I'm going to play a game and not think about these fucking assholes <laughs> for a few That's hours. True. Yeah. I, I can't even say that, you know, I won't be guilty of assorted despicable acts myself. Like right now. There is a video circulating on the internet on all of the news sites of a 51-year-old man punching out an 11-year-old girl. I can't watch that enough times. It's funnier what? every loop. There is a video from North Carolina of a a gang of underage youths outside of a mall. And uh, you don't get to see the first half of the video. Uh, but they are in a mob and a uh, guy comes out and demands that they disperse. And they begin to shove and ridicule him. And then one of the girls who presents herself as, as the alpha runs in and gives him a big shove. He turns around and gives her a big shove. And as she comes in to attack him again, he turns around and just cold cocks her right across the face. And she drops like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> and I start to laugh. And I hit replay. And <laughs> I'm like, I know it's it's horribly inappropriate. And there's there's... Oh, there's a great link, and there's almost never an appropriate scenario for punching out an 11 year old girl. But whoo, doggy, it's good, good watch. I just watched it, and man, that dude was big. Compared to her. She just, she just. I mean, they were all clapping and and hooting at each other, and they were so proud of what they were doing. Mm. As soon as she got dropped, they scattered so fast. I was like, oh, I hope that's a life lesson for all of you. Wow. Um. So anyway, again, you're right. Not, you know, that the hate does seem exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, just to be sure, what was the link to? <laughs> oh, like I'm, I'm not a good person, but I don't, I don't feel like, like, you know, that, that, I, that, that merits that much ah, hate. Ah, okay. Like, I don't know what, what could possibly merit. The 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 anti lynching hate. Seeing something like that that I'm, is clearly that is not acceptable to punch an eleven year old in the face like that, and and but watching it over and over again makes you not a good person. Right. Do I deserve yet, some backlash for enjoying it so much? Probably, but you know, no, no. I'm thinking she probably deserved it. Not well, whether she deserved it or not. I mean, listen, you wouldn't condone it. You're not condoning no, no. it. No. You can still laugh. I mean, listen, I <laughs> Ian Blatt put me on blast for laughing at the video of the kid sticking his computer mm. in the oven with butter on it because he thought that that was going to fix it. And while I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't condone it. I still thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Well, I would say that that 
Again, not here to defend himself, but Adam was far more guilty. Like, you were just enjoying the results. Adam's like, yeah, that's what that's what 4chan's all about. That's how you're a good person if you do that to people. And I'm like, you're a turd. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I must admit that there have been times in my life when I have enjoyed a good nemesis. And I, when, the ne- when I, I finally rid my life of my nemesis, that I need another nemesis. But I recognize it in myself and, and I put it aside and I say, I don't need a nemesis. I can be happy with everybody and I can have, you know, n- no nemesis needed in my life. These people take that little feeling and expand on it and feed it. And they live to crush their nemesis. Nemesi. I think that's it. <laughs> nemesis? I get, I get it. it's It's the all day, every day thing. But I guess, right. you know, like even when, when I was just thinking about it, when I said, you know what I'm going to do after this? I'm going to go play a video game. They just announced that one of the characters was gay. So these people, if they play the game that I play, they're going to be like, God damn it. Can't play it anymore. <laughs> and by the way, he's like the most American character in the game. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to just take a, a quick, you know, 30 or fewer seconds to hijack the show because I can't type that fast. But I do need to provide our co-producer slash favorite listener with some context. So in the one scenario, you have a group of people online intentionally bullying a small child into ruining his computer for their own amusement. Mm -hmm. Here, you have a group of underage teens who thought that they were tough because they were in a gang and quickly found out they were not nearly as tough as they are. So yes, Hmm. bullying a little child into ruining his computer for your own amusement, not okay. Punching out an 11-year-old girl who happens to also be a piece of garbage, okay. (laughs) Closer to okay. (laughs) <laughs> There's some oh. lines here, man. I'm not even going to jump in because I think that the I video... Retra- that the I video- retract my semi-serious tone. <laughs> the video with the kid putting his thing in the oven is way more hilarious to me <laughs> for some reason. But listen, to each their own. <laughs> you gotta- when it comes to torturing children. Uh, you got a cruel streak, Jared. <laughs> Wait a minute. Ian is watching an 11-year-old get punched in the face multiple times, and I'm the cruel one. Oh, multiple times? Well, one punch is I watched probably. the video multiple times. She was only punched once. Okay. Right. Don't be yeah, fooled. That's what I meant. He okay. watched it multiple times. <laughs> eh, I'm out. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to hit these other state news things real quick. This one I should have put up uh, further with the whole Blitz uh, discussion. The North Dakota is another one that's doing, doing the Bible study in public schools. Uh, they're, they're trying to pass legislation to okay that. Very similar to the other story, so I'm not going to go into it. Over in Texas, this one's caught me by surprise. Texas County GOP is set to vote this week to remove a leader because he is Muslim. Ooh. There, wow. Yes. Ooh. Um, this guy is a trauma surgeon in Fort Worth. Um, he was elected uh, vice chairman to the county seat, and there is a group saying, we don't think he is suitable as a practicing Muslim to be vice chair because he will re- he'd be the representative for all Republicans in Tarrant County and not all Republicans in Tarrant County think Islam is safe or acceptable in the United States. Wow. I mean, that's, I, yeah, wow. Freedom of religion. Yeah. Can't they, that's not <laughs> do good. they not understand the freedom of religion thing? No. They that they keep throwing don't. in our faces? They don't in Clearly any way. not. <laughs> No, they think that you know, freedom of Christian religion, other religions don't count. <laughs> well, somebody should say, throw, throw that in their face and see what they say. 
Wow. Yeah, this is, this won't end well. I can't imagine this is going to end well. <laughs> well, actually, I should take that back. It will end um, with the, the, the Muslim uh, vice chair or whatever he is keeping his seat if he wishes to keep his seat. Yeah. So as it turns out, I, I, I didn't read it all the way, but apparently it's bad enough that Ted Cruz has pulled uh, any support from the person trying to oust Safi. Wow. Um, so it's bad enough that even Ted Cruz knows better. <laughs> wow, that you've got to be really bad. Right, if you don't see that as a red flag to your cause, like, oh, I can't even get Ted Cruz behind me. I must be barking up the wrong tree. So, wow. yeah, again, running long, so I don't want to dwell on it, but I just found that astounding. And a, uh, a good note, in Michigan, the governor has signed a non-discrimination directive with no religious loophole. So it's a directive that does not allow discrimination. It's a directive that says that if a business uh, discriminates, they have to pay the price of, of making that discrimination. And specifically, this is against LGBTQ community and no religious freedom loophole, which we see all over the place. This Good. one specifically doesn't have it. Now, Democratic governor, so, but sure. give her props for it. Yeah. And finally, I wanted to give a shout out to a Pennsylvania district court judge who has blocked, put in a nationwide block to the contraceptive coverage changes that are mandated by the Affordable Care Act. Or that Trump wants to change in the Affordable Care Act. Correct. Um, not just wants to, but they were about to go in place, my understanding. Mm -hmm. They were scheduled to take effect on Monday. And because of the Pennsylvania district court judge issuance that it is stopped nationwide i don't get the it always strikes me as a strange dichotomy because they want people to breed but they don't they but they want the country to be whiter so are they just doing the math and saying well there's currently more white people so if more white people breed we'll have more white people then we'll outnumber them it, so they can't catch up i mean is that the game i i don't know what the game is i, <laughs> I can't <laughs> I, keep track I, man yeah baffling I don't know. I think somehow it's related to the abortion argument that we can't have we can't have people having abortions and somehow contraception is stopping life as well. <laughs> and we just need uh -huh. more life. I, I don't. But once they're born, we don't we don't have to take care of them. Right. All right. Baffling. <sighs> so in any case, that is all the news articles that I had for today. Did we cover everything? There was so much going on with the Trump world. I, I don't even know. I, I don't know if we covered everything with Trump. I think we missed no. that the FBI <laughs> opened an investigation to see if he was a Russian agent. <laughs> well, we touched on it. Yeah, there, were, there was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it, it was said without right, saying. Right. But. <laughs> and, and that investigation was turned over to, uh, to Mueller's team. So it's it wrapped mm. in. <laughs> I don't know. I By the way, it's it's Liz Cheney, not Lynn Cheney. Yeah, Liz yeah. Cheney. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Does anybody have anything else? I do, but it's lightning okay. fast. My wife got an awesome robocall today Ooh. that she saved for me and played back. It was, hello, have you or one of your clients been sexually assaulted by the Catholic Church in Pennsylvania or New York? You may be entitled to money. <gasps> call us wow. now. If you have been sexually assaulted by the Catholic Church in Pennsylvania or New York, call us now. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. Uh, good. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like to know that, that, you know, they're both making you aware of it and that there's uh, no matter what's happening, 
there you know there's compensation there's some vultures there 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 I like that there's some vultures there ready to go with their robocall machine we need a did you get raped by a priest we, call me we need a new term for the ambulance chaser I don't know what the equivalent <laughs> would be but oh that's awful and yet good I guess yeah was it was a bummer. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, I think that's all we've got for this week. Uh, I want to thank first our patrons for supporting the podcast and uh, specifically Pittsburgh Atheist at Pit Atheist for joining us tonight and correcting us and giving us info as we go along. It's great <laughs> having an assistant producer. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, you can support it by joining Patreon and supporting it directly or if you don't have the funds to do that, you can share the podcast on social media, leave a review on iTunes, or wherever you happen to listen. Also, I'd like to invite you to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network, of which we are a part. Soon-to-be-named-network.com, shows devoted to comics, movies, video games, what have you. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.